Greetings, I'm Pastor Lupe. God Calls Me Faith. We are live here once again at the church.co in Indio, California, in the United States of America. We are live from our recording studio, and I welcome the audience. I welcome you. And uh, mainly, we want to welcome the Holy Spirit of God. Let us welcome Him in our hearts, in our homes, in our ministries, in our nation. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. You are welcome in this hour. You are welcome in this message that you are about to speak to us, the church globally, for your own purposes and will. We want to do nothing without you, Holy Spirit. Please come and make your presence manifest. We bow before you, Lord Jesus. And we all say, Amen and Amen. I really felt that bow in the heart. And see, God is calling us to bow before him once again. Today I want to speak to you a message of the Lord of the Holy Spirit. And uh, it is called, uh, Let the Living Waters Flow, Take Not Your Holy Spirit From Us. I want to start with the scripture in the book of in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 6, we should know this scripture. And Jesus says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate, another comforter to help you and to, to be with you forever. He's giving us the Holy Spirit. He's already given us the Holy Spirit, but he's giving us the Holy Spirit but he's calling us to a, a state of being as the church, as Christians, in which we acknowledge the very presence of God himself here with us on earth and uh, who is with us to help us every day of our life so that we can live our lives in accordance to his will and also do everything that he called us to do in, according, in accordance to uh, his will. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 44, verse 3, the Bible says, For I will pour out water on the thirsty land and uh, streams on the dry grounds. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. God wants to pour out his spirit on the dry land of our hearts, on the dry land of our homes, on the dry land of our ministries, marriages, families, nation, communities, society. God wants to pour out his spirit, people of God. And he is bringing this to our attention, that he is going to pour out living waters on the thirsty land. On those who are thirsting for the presence of the Holy Spirit. On those who will acknowledge the very need in our own lives for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Not just the feeling of the Holy Spirit, not just the move or, or the effect of the Holy Spirit, but the person of the Holy Ghost. He is calling us to a, a place of repentance before Him until He is acknowledged as the very living waters in our lives that we so desperately need every day to drink from. He is the living waters. And uh, one of the dangers that we are 
in right now as Christians, as Christianity, in Christianity, as the body of Christ, the church of Jesus Christ, and as individuals, because it all boils down individually, each one of us will have to give an account to God what we did with the very presence of God himself, the Holy Spirit, who was sent to our side to help us and to be with us forever. One of the things that the Holy Spirit has really marked in my heart is, is the very urgent need of in my life for his person, the person of the Holy Spirit. And he's wanting to uh, bring the church of Jesus Christ back to uh, a relationship with the Holy Spirit, but, but mainly a connection. See, we, we for, for, for a long time, uh, we live Christianity in so many ways independent of the Holy Spirit. We have done our life, we live life, we make decisions, we walk this earth in Christianity or in our homes or life altogether, our lives, without this dependence on the Holy Spirit or without this acknowledging of the Holy Spirit. And God is bringing every Christian to understand the very need of the person of the Holy Ghost in our lives and our total dependence upon Him in this, especially in this very hour. He said, I will pour out my spirit in the dry land. I will pour out my Holy Ghost, my living waters in you. Jesus said in the book of John, chapter 7, that, that when the whole, that living waters would flow from us, come all you who are thirsty, and I will give you living waters. And see, the living waters is the Holy Ghost. The living waters that give us, gives us life, that gives us direction, that gives us the help of the Holy God that is with us, the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit. And God is calling this generation to a state of being in which we, we acknowledge our very need of the Holy Spirit, the person, the person of God, the Holy Spirit. There is something that that God really uh, is bringing to our attention. In the book of uh, Psalms, chapter 51, verse 10 through 12, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on the Holy Spirit to, uh, to just let his message flow like living waters. People of God, we are in a condition or a state of being as Christians in, in, in the body of Christ in which we are living independent of the person of the Holy Ghost. Because we have been walking without a true dependence or an acknowledgement before God every day of our very urgent need to live by these living waters, by the person of the Holy Ghost as our instructor, our guide, our comforter, our, our counselor, our leader into all things every day. And in the book of Psalms, it says, Create in me a pure heart, a clean heart, O God. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore the joy of your salvation and uh, grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Do not cast me from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. I'm here to tell you that the Holy Spirit is uh, calling the church of Jesus Christ, every believer, to return to an acknowledging of the very need of the person of the Holy Ghost in us in, in this very hour, in our lives and in our ministries. 
because God wants to lead his church in the direction that is in perfect harmony with his will. And the only way that we'll be able to do that is if we return to the dependence on this relationship with the person of the Holy Ghost. See, the Holy Spirit was sent to our side. God himself came in form of the Spirit. He came and dwelt among us in the body of Christ, Jesus in Jesus, Jesus. But then Jesus ascended and he poured out his spirit, the, the helper to be with us forever, the person of God in form of spirit. But we as Christians uh, in, a, in so many ways have grieved the Holy Spirit. And see, until we come to a state of being in which we acknowledge, oh God, cast me not from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit. If we don't live by that every day, a dependence on for everything on the Holy Spirit, on the person of the Holy Ghost, then we will not see God's perfect will in our lives. And God will not be able to show himself to humanity through the church in his perfect will, in his perfect ways, in his perfect times, and in his perfect power and glory if we do not return to to the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. This, this day I was in prayer and, uh, and part of the prayer was this, cast me not from your presence, God, and uh, take not your Holy Spirit from me. And see, and, and, and it was also the pouring out of the living waters. Pour out, I saw the pouring out of the living waters upon this generation, not just one nation, but globally. But he's going to pour out the living waters in the thirsty land. If you are thirsty as a Christian, if you are thirsty as a mom, a dad, a, a son, a daughter, if you're thirsting as a, as a, as a woman, as a, as a man, if you're thirsting as a minister, as a ministry, see, for, for a long time we have disconnected from this relationship with God. When we move about our day in the mechanics or in what we know already or what we can do through our own life and efforts, then we are not dependent on the person of the Holy Spirit. See, God wants to take his church to a state of being in which we are so full of the Holy Ghost and uh, he is so present in us and we do nothing without this person of God, the Holy Spirit, in our day-to-day -day life, especially if we are ministers or we're ministering one way or another. Because the person of the Holy Spirit has to be evident in our life in order for us to have power, authority, victory, and be able to uh, uh, attain and, and accomplish and uh, be successful in all the things that God has given us for us to do. There is an assignment from God for each one of us. We have an assignment from God as Christians and as generations, as ministers and as nations. God has given an assignment to the church, through the church, through every believer, through every member in the body of Christ. But we cannot live or have our day-to-day uh, -day, uh, way of living without the person of the Holy Ghost being the one who is leading us. And the perfect example is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ did nothing without the Holy Spirit, the person of God, but, uh, leading him. Jesus Christ, the secret of the power of, the, uh, of Jesus was the Holy Ghost. The secret of all the power and the perfect harmony with God was the Holy Ghost, the person of Jesus, uh, the, the Spirit of God. Jesus did nothing without the Spirit of God. And see, if he was able to accomplish to perfection the will of God is 
his obedience, his dependence, and total surrender uh, to the Holy Spirit, the person of God. He did nothing. Now, we, the Christians, have gone far from this connection with God, and we have grieved the Holy Spirit. I believe there's so many ways that we can grieve the Holy Spirit. This is a generation that, that the Holy Spirit is letting us know, you have grieved my Holy Spirit. You have grieved my Holy Spirit so much in so many ways. But I believe that the greatest way that we grieve the Holy Spirit, the person of God, is when we neglect to uh, His presence in our lives. When we refuse to acknowledge that, that we depend on Him for everything. If we want to uh, begin to surface from, from all these, uh, I, I was seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, uh, pit holes uh, in, in the spirit in the last few days and I'm like what, what is all this kind of like uh, when, you, when they're, where they're trying to uh, dig holes and, and they're big and, 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 and deep and, 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 but they were empty and they were, they were not good pit holes they were not, hole, they were not good holes and, um, and I was thinking what is that what is that what are all these things that are happening I believe that there's so many people that are in a, in a pit right now they're in a pit as Christians. They're in a pit as ministries. They're in a pit as husbands and wives, as, as marriages, as youth, as, as elders, in a pit as nations, as a, as a, in a region, in a ministry, in a church. And those pits cannot be, we cannot come out unless we come back to the person of the Holy Spirit. If we come back to him, then he will begin to pour out living waters upon us. He will begin to flow. He said, I will pour out my spirit on the thirsty land. But there's so many ways we can grieve the Holy Spirit. If we have lived in, in greed or in sin, people of God, this is reality. Now God is coming to us in his love, in his compassion, because even, even though God is so mighty and powerful, the Holy Spirit is so mighty and powerful, he's God Almighty with us. He is also uh, loving. He's very gentle. He's gentle in his ways. And he's calling this generation to return to a dependence to him. People of God, if we live by greed, if we walk by greed, if we walk in sin or if we walk with lust after this or that, uh, we are grieving the Holy Spirit. Our actions, our thoughts, our priorities. We need to stop every morning and uh, start the morning and, and call upon God and acknowledge the presence of, of the Holy Spirit with us and uh, allow uh, and worship God, worship the, the, the Holy Spirit, talk to the Holy Spirit and find out the perfect instructions will be given to us every day. And if we live by those instructions, then we will not go in a different direction contrary to the will of God. We will, have, uh, uh, we will cause that our ways be God's ways if we depend on the Holy Spirit. We need to start our days in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Take not your Holy Spirit from us, God. Take not your Holy Spirit from me, God. I need your Holy Spirit. You are here with me. You are here with us. And I depend on you for every single thing. See, we, we have depended on, the, on God, on the Holy Spirit, many by, by just lips, but not with our heart. Because if we depend on God for all things, then we will know that our day should start talking to the Holy Spirit the person of God that is with us. And, uh, and we need to come to a state of being as Christians where we repent of living independent of the Holy Spirit. Jesus never lived a day, a moment, a, a breath without 
dependence on, on the Holy Spirit and uh, also obedience to the Holy Spirit. Because He can talk to us, but we can be disobedient and not, not do what He tells us to do. Or not go in the direction that He wants us to do. Or just be still when He tells us to be still. And, uh, and, and to allow Him to speak to us about our own hearts and ways so that we can from day, every day be going from glory to glory generation of Christians is being called to acknowledge God and grieve not the Holy Spirit any longer and just like the psalmist understood the very urgent the the the, the way we we can live without the presence of God and and some people might say well he, he's with us forever yes he's with us but he will not show himself in any life who does not acknowledge the person of the Holy Spirit he will not reveal himself he will not he will stand there and he will always be with us, but he will not be seen in any way through our lives. And we will go on trying to make ministry work. We will go on trying to make our lives uh, uh, work. And we will, be, we will be tired eventually because we're on our own strength and ways. Now, if we grieve the Holy Spirit, if we have deceit, there's, there, there's deceit in the body. Not, no, God is talking to the body of Christ, not to the outsiders. He's calling the body of Christ to acknowledge where you have grieved the Holy Spirit. Each one must acknowledge before God. Have I lived independent of the Holy Spirit? Is it only by, by, by lips or, or by words that I say, Oh God, uh, Holy Spirit, uh, I, I, I love you. I, I live by you. I want to hear from you. Or do we actually understand, Oh my God, I cannot live a day without you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, without you, I will not go to the next level. I will not go in the ways of God. I will not be able to make a difference here on earth or in society. Christians, God is calling us to come back to God. In Ephesians 4.30, the Bible says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit. We have grieved them in so many ways. I keep saying that. I see ministers, I see Christians using deceit to get money. And that grieves the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you why. God knows and understands when we have needs, physical needs, men, uh, emotional needs, uh, financial needs, when uh, we have needs in, in our home, in our ministry. But he gets grieved when we depend on, on malice or, or deception to try and get something when it's outside God's will to do it. Instead of turning to God and, oh God, oh Holy Spirit, you hold the answers for all things. You want to bring finances and resources to my life. But I've been using deception. I've been, I haven't been honest in my dealings. And, uh, and that has grieved you, Holy Spirit. I have not depended on you. See, God is bringing this generation to depend on God for all things. And see, a life that lives dependent on the Holy Spirit, the person, and, and talking to the Holy Spirit. But more, more than that is, is an, an acknowledgement of this, these are the living waters. You are the living waters. I am so thirsty every day, every second, every moment. I want to be with you, live with you, talk with you, move with you, uh, Holy Spirit, because I acknowledge you are with me. And see, we can grieve the Holy Spirit by the way we talk. Let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. And we grieve the Holy Spirit. We grieve the Holy Spirit when we're backbiting, we're slandering, when we, are, when we know what, we, what we, we should do and we don't do it, when we're passive, when we're idle, when we stop talking to God, that, that means stop praying, when we don't go an extra, uh, take an extra step to, to tell others about Jesus Christ. 
then uh, and when we neglect the reading of the word, the word speaks to us. It is Jesus. It is God. It is the Holy Spirit speaking to us. And uh, when we neglect that, then we grieve the Holy Spirit. We grieve the Holy Spirit when we're walking around uh, pretending and, uh, and we're not being real. We, we grieve the Holy Spirit. We grieve the Holy Spirit when we refuse to allow our hearts to be healed. And he is the comforter. He is the healer. And uh, that grieves the Holy Spirit. It grieves the Holy Spirit when, when the church has gone uh, left, when he said, go, go right. It grieves the Holy Spirit. But the greatest uh, uh, way that we, we have grieved the Holy Spirit is living independent of God. We live independent of the Holy Spirit. Our days are structured in such a way we plan out our days or we live day however they come and we never acknowledge the person of the Holy Spirit. We don't understand how, how, uh, 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 what a, a drastic way to live it is, how grievous it is to live without the person of the Holy Spirit never speaking to us again. That is a horrible way to live. It is, that's why David said, take not your Holy Spirit from us, but pour out the living waters. Oh God, do not cast me from your presence. See, we want the Holy Spirit. We want the living waters. We want the power of the Holy Ghost. We want the resources. We want evidence that the presence of God is here with us and in our nation, in our communities, in our ministries. But who is willing to say, oh God, I have grieved your Holy Spirit. I have grieved your Holy Spirit by not acknowledging or living with you, with the person of God who is with me. And uh, living in such a way in which we are really understanding the, the very need in our lives for the presence of the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Spirit, the person of God. More than the evidence, more than the uh, manifestations of the Holy Spirit, we need to get to a, back to a state of being in which we live by this relationship with the Holy Ghost, with the person of God who is with us, and, uh, and uh, understanding, take not your Holy Spirit from us. See, if we go through seasons of pain, there's processes that, are, that, that God is putting us through. There's processes in our walk with God. There's persecution. There's, there's, there's assaults. There's accusations. There, all kinds of stuff will rise up. Anybody who wants to live a godly life will suffer persecution in one way or another. And uh, we might go through loss. We might go through uh, different seasons of not understanding this or that or problems at home or in ministry or in the, in the government or in our nation we're at. But it, living, but that should not change anything in our relationship and dependence on the person of God, the Holy Spirit. And see, when I see so much need in, in, the, in the ministries, I see so much need in, in, the, in the communities, in the nation, in the body of Christ, in ministers, in preachers. I, I, I see so much need in the church of Jesus Christ. And that greatest need is our need to return to uh, living by the presence of the Holy Spirit, living dependent on the Holy Spirit. Just like Jesus, we cannot make it on this earth and live in, in, in total harmony with God without the person of the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us. That is one of the greatest ways that we have grieved God grieved by grieving His Holy Spirit. And God is bringing the church back to a dependence on Him. The, the church has suffered a disconnection from the Holy Spirit, a dependence on God a dependence on the Holy Spirit. And the church is being brought back. And he says, you want the living waters? If you're thirsty, 
if you're thirsty on a Thursday, I was like, he said, I, I was in communion with, with the Holy Spirit. And he said, what day is this? And I said, it's Thursday. But when I said Thursday, it sounded like thirsty. And he said, that's right. Every day is a thirsty day. It's a day that for you to be thirsty, thirsting for my spirit. It is a day that you need to be so thirsty for the living waters that he will pour out his spirit. And see, because we have grieved God in so many ways, he's waiting for us to turn back to him and say, I'm sorry, God. I repent, oh God. There's many people who will not uh, allow the Holy Spirit uh, uh, change in their own mindsets, in their own hearts, in their own ministries, their own homes, their own uh, ways of, uh, of living. And that grieves the Holy Spirit. That silences the Holy Spirit. That stops the flow of the living waters. And uh, when there's, when there's uh, anything in our hearts that we need to release and we don't, that grieves the Holy Spirit because that is telling God, I choose my ways, God, and not yours. And we, 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 that's one way that we let the Holy Spirit know, I am living independent of you, God. Imagine God Almighty, the omnipotent God, all-powerful, almighty, ever-present, all-knowing God, the creator of the universe, who forever is eternal God, reigning and ruling forever. And that God that has power over all things and nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing will ever, ever, ever conquer God in any way because he is. He said, I am who I am. I am who I am. Imagine that God, he sent us his person, the Holy Spirit, to dwell with us, to live with us, to help us, to lead us, to guide us. And we ignored him every day of our life. We need to return to the Holy Spirit. And we need to say, take not your Holy Spirit from us, O oh God. Oh God, I, I don't even feel it in, in, in me, the need of this urgent dependence on you and acknowledging you in all my ways. But help me in that Holy Spirit because he is the helper. He will help you. And, uh, and this is the way the church of Jesus Christ will return to a state of being, of power, a state of being a walking with God, a state of being a being led by God. The church of Jesus Christ need, needs to allow the Spirit of God to lead the church of Jesus Christ. Christians, Christian pastors, teachers, everybody that has a ministry, you need to let the Holy Spirit begin to lead. And, and, and it has to be more than what you say. It has to be your actions. Our actions will tell the Holy Spirit, I am, you are leading, not me, Holy Spirit. Where do you want me to go, God? How do you want me to do it? And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And this is a daily, daily communion with, with the Holy Spirit. Daily connection. Daily, I'm here what are, what are, and just commune with him. He wants to love on his church, and he wants his church to love on him. And we can express power and authority uh, when we walk with the Holy Spirit in this way. God wants to pour out the living waters. Living waters, waters that are going to refresh the soul of the, of the thirsty, they're going to be poured out. He's going to pour out the living waters. That means revival will come. Revival is at hand for the thirsty land. And this heart, your heart, is a thirsty land. And if you're thirsty enough to return to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, I have, I have tried it my way. I have lived my ways, in my ways. I have I just gone with what I know, and I have not acknowledged you. There's a problem in your nation. What have you done in the presence of the Holy Spirit to find out how to handle it? What has happened in your ministry that, that, 
that you've gone to the Holy Spirit and said, what do I do, Holy Spirit? What assignment is in your hands that you haven't gone to the Holy Spirit for a total dependence for the instructions on your day-to-day living? What in your life is going on that could have been cured, uh, settled, uh, taken care of? What pit are you in financially, mentally, emotionally, family, ministry, that you can easily be brought up if you just acknowledge your very need of the presence of the Holy Spirit. This is a generation that has lived uh, uh, away from uh, this dependence on the Holy Spirit. And God is calling us back because we can grieve God. We've grieved, we have grieved the Holy Spirit in so many ways. Rebellion against Him. Uh, we just want to uh, do things our way. He says right and we go left. He says stop and we go. He said, be still, and, and, and we're trying to fix everything. There's, there's need in our lives, and we try to use, uh, uh, people try to use uh, uh, deceit or whatever it is that, that is going on. But the greatest way that we have grieved the Holy Spirit is that we have lived independence of a total dependence on the Holy Ghost, acknowledging the very uh, helper who was sent to our side. And uh, for that, we are not receiving living waters. We need, we need to begin to call upon the Holy Spirit, not just pour out the living waters, but I have grieved you, Holy Spirit. If we each can acknowledge before God and acknowledge for our generation, for the body of Christ, how much we have grieved the Holy Spirit, but how much He's willing to pour out His Spirit and stay on that, stay on that, and stay that, that way daily, all day, we will begin to see the rivers of living water flow. And he will pour out his spirit. He will begin, he will be seen again in every nation where there's thirsty land. Yes, there's yes, there's need in the land, but how many are really truly going back to the Holy Ghost and saying, God, only you can bring change. Only you. If we try to do it this way or that way, and we refuse. See, we're in a refusal state. We refuse to acknowledge that we have a need of returning to the Holy Spirit. That He is the only one that can come and put living waters in the lives of people, in society, in government, in our nation, Christianity, in the ministries. And He's calling the body of Christ, the Christians, you, us, all of us together and individually to return to God and get to a point where, where we really, in our hearts, we say, cast me not from your presence, God. Oh, God, take not your Holy Spirit from me. Take not your Holy Spirit from us, oh God. And this is the state of being where he's calling his church to, to acknowledge before God, oh God, we have sinned greatly against you. I've done this, I've done this, and I've done that. But the greatest sin against you is that I refuse to live totally dependent on you on a day-to-day -day, or acknowledge my, my dependence on you or the value of your person, the presence of the Holy Ghost in my life, in my ministry. And see, if we return to God, He will pour out living waters. He is about to pour out living waters. And they're going to be gushing down from heaven to earth. And for those who are in, in, in pits right now, in, in pit holes of any kind, uh, or stuck somehow, somewhere, if you just come back to the Holy Spirit and uh, bring Him back, you need to bring Him back to your life. You need to bring Him back to your own ministry. You need to bring him back to your own home. You have a problem, there's the Holy Ghost. You have something that you're stuck on, you need the Holy Ghost. You need to uh, change something, bring transformation, change this, change that. You need resources, you need answers. God is the answer. So you 
Whoever has the need, which we all do, we need to bring the Holy Ghost. We need to bring the manifest presence of the person of the Holy Spirit back into our lives. And that will only happen when we return to God and we say, I have sinned, God. We have sinned as a generation. We've walked without you, Holy Spirit. And if Jesus didn't walk one day without the Holy Spirit and dependence and obedience on his leading, what makes us think that we're any better than Jesus Christ? That we can live without the Holy Spirit. That we can walk every day and, and, and pretend that we're, we're okay and uh, not even acknowledging the Holy Spirit. That we can grieve the Holy Spirit, that we can walk in sin or deception and, uh, and still think that we're okay before God. And we're not okay as a generation. God is calling us back to a dependence on the Holy Spirit, but most a connection with God once again to the Holy Spirit. And I will send you, I will ask the Father, and I will send you another comforter, counselor, advocate, the one, the helper who is sent to your side to be with you forever and help you and be with you. He's with us to help us. See, God, people of God, look at this. Check this out. God gave us an assignment. And uh, he is not going to just let us go and, uh, and fulfill the assignment but not give us what we need for the assignment. That wouldn't be right. He, 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 he gave us the Holy Spirit. He gave us a kingdom. He gave us everything. But we must live this way in total dependence. And, uh, and he's not going to send us blindly to, do, uh, to carry out an assignment. What, what assignment is this? What am I doing uh, in my life, through my life, every day for a season or in this generation? He's not going to send us blinded to an assignment. He's got, he has the instructions for each one of us. To, to be successful, to be efficient, to, be, to produce fruit according to the kingdom. And, uh, but those instructions are found in the person of the Holy Ghost and in the Word of God. So if we live without that way of living, then we will not know the instructions. But the instructions are there. We want to change humanity. We want to change our nations, our generation, bring transformation. Then we need to return to God and say, take not your Holy Spirit from us, O God. Take not your spirit from me, God. Take not, oh God, no wonder I haven't felt you. Uh, I, I haven't really uh, seen a, a, an evidence of your person in my life because I grieved you, holy God. And uh, this is for those who only use God as a, uh, uh, for, for times of need. And then once God helps you, you forget about God, that grieves the Holy Ghost. So you repent of whatever you need to repent of. And uh, return to that relationship with the Holy Spirit. And you will begin to see the power of God in full manifestation. And the living waters will, will be pouring out upon the thirsty land. The rivers of living waters. And revival will break out in your life, in your home, in your city, in your nation, in our generation, in the body of Christ. When we acknowledge living with the presence of the Holy Spirit in total dependence to Him. And some are not, uh, and uh, these things are just popping in. But some are, are living in agreement with God to a certain degree. But they don't go beyond that because they only go with what they know and they stop right there. And when you stop right there, oh, I, 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 I know I, I'm living with God. I'm carrying out the, uh, my day-to-day -day, uh, uh, life with God or in ministry. But then God is moving. He's doing a new thing. And he's moving. The Holy Spirit is moving. And because we don't go beyond to uh, find out from the Holy Spirit uh, more than what we already know, that stops the flow 
of the living waters. It stops the flow of the Spirit, and it tells the Holy Spirit, that's okay, Holy Spirit, I got it. I got it all. I know my schedule. I know what I'm doing. I know how to worship. I know how to uh, follow, but up to a certain degree. And God wants us to just give him full control. This last hour will be about a total control of Jesus in our lives, of the Holy Spirit. And because we live that way, we will see so much glory in the final hour. But now he's preparing our lives. Let the rivers flow. Let the rivers of the living waters flow, O God. Take not your Holy Spirit from us, O God. Take not your Holy Spirit from this, from us, O God, but return to us and forgive us of all our sin of grieving you, Holy Spirit. The greatest sin is living independent of you. I pray this message will really penetrate your heart and that you really, really get in, the, in your prayer time early in the morning. Early in the morning will I seek you, says the psalmist. Early, just like Jesus, early. Begin to worship God. Begin to acknowledge his presence. Begin to acknowledge who he is. And then you begin to talk to the Holy Spirit and you value the presence of the Holy Spirit. And then he will begin to uh, pour out living waters. Your spirit will be refreshed. You will receive the joy of the salvation that God has given us to Christ. Oh, God, cast me not from, my, from your presence. Acknowledge the Holy Spirit. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to return to us in this, in this moment. Holy Spirit, we ask you to return to us. Give us that willing spirit that will sustain us through every season in our life and uh, days. No matter what may come, Holy Spirit, grant us a willing spirit that we will live by every word that comes out of your mouth, that we will live by your instruction, your guiding, and, uh, and we will acknowledge your person in our life so that you can lead us in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask you, forgive us, God, and forgive this generation. Bring us back to you, and we return to you. Amen, amen, and amen. Get ready for what God is about to do, people of God. And let the, let the Spirit flow. Let Him flow. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to let the Spirit flow. To allow God to flow in whatever direction He wants, however He wants to move. Let Him flow. Let the rivers flow. It, it is, you will benefit if you let the rivers flow. You will benefit if you return to the Holy Spirit. You will benefit. Let go. If we try to control it in one way or another, he's not in control. He's not going to flow. Holy Spirit, we thank you for this day in the church.co. Remember, the church.co is a precursor prophetic voice. I am a voice that is speaking to this generation of Christians, to the church of Jesus Christ globally. Messages that are in agreement with the Holy Spirit. In fact, it's the Spirit of God flowing and, and moving. And he's doing this through all Christians who are thirsting for the living waters, who are thirsting to get in alignment with God so that we can see God in action on earth, which means revival. Expect revival because it will come on all thirsty land. God bless you. Until next message, and don't forget to visit gloriousoutpouring.com and get in prayer, bring the presence of God back to your life and to your nation and to this generation. Bye-bye.